3: It is Monday here on the program. We got a lot to get into here today. It was a very, very busy weekend. And we have a busy week to come as the AEW Grand Slam show is coming up. And we have five matches scheduled for Wednesday, we have eight matches scheduled for Friday. The entire show is being taped on Wednesday. But we can read the lineup for Rampage because it hasn't been taped yet. So we'll tell you about that here today. And then obviously we've got a lot of WWE news. Raw is tonight. And we have got SmackDown from Friday where, in fact, they shot the angle. For, yes, Roman Reigns and Logan Paul will be fighting for the wwe championship in saudi arabia that's why roman had to retain the title over drew mcintyre so that we could do this match with logan paul so we'll tell you about that we'll do the entire smackdown report we've also got the rampage report we've got notes on war games which we should uh talk about here today because i got something to say about that We've also got uh, Trish Stratus undergoing surgery to have her appendix removed. She's doing all right. Update on the AEW investigation. We have got WWE and Hulu. All of their content is going to be pulled Sunday. I'm sorry, Saturday, September 25th. So it's almost done. Malachi Black and White Rabbit and plenty more. If you would like to text us here today, 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with Mike Sumbervivi and more Observer Live.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling
3: Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Top tier YouTube, so actually this is YouTube, frees YouTube right now, YouTube is free. Hello all of our YouTube homies, Twitch homies, and yes... My super followers. Why do I bring it up here at the beginning? Because for my super followers on Twitter, I just posted a behind-the-scenes video. Do you want to see what I'm looking at right now? The lights, the camera, the action. I have put it all up for my top tier. My Twitter super followers. So head up there and check it out, everybody. I got a lot of cool stuff up there, Mike. You should subscribe. You never know what you might see. Huh? I'll take it under advisement. Take it under advisement. It's very, very cheap. Maybe you could do it and I could re- I could repay you, so then you could plug it every day, but you'd basically be getting it for free. Because I can't give free super follows, it just doesn't work. You'd have to ask Elon Musk for that. And him and I are not on strong talking terms, despite my, uh, you know what I'm saying? What my do you clout? think that
5: MJF coin is worth right now?
3: Oh man, my MJF coin has taking a hit.
5: S- still, may be better off. Than Honestly, those. I don't
3: even know how to even find out what it's worth.
5: It actually <laughs> could be worth millions. I don't think it may just be worth some items in the AEW uh, merchandise catalog. Mm. Well, anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Should we start? You should have with- gotten a Burberry, you know, certificate of stock or something like that for for getting this thing. Well, maybe he still owes me. <laughs>
3: he will take it out of his ass. So uh we've got two things to talk about. We can either start with uh Grand Slam on Wednesday or uh this Logan Paul Roman Reigns match. Let's start with do a little insta poll with, with the people? Well, you know, I was uh doing the show with Dave last night and uh and it I, I just had like a revelation. So, you know, we were talking about Drew McIntyre. And Actually, first we were talking about, so here's the match. It's Roman Reigns and Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia, okay? Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. And and at first he goes into this big, long thing about how none of this matters, okay? They've already got their television money. They're going to get a bigger television deal. They're not selling any pay-per-views. They've already been paid by Peacock. Like, they they could headline with Roman Reigns versus, you know, uh, one of the Young Bucks fancy shoes it it doesn't matter it it, it literally so he goes this big long speech about nothing matters then he says so now it's clear why Roman Reigns had to beat Drew McIntyre and I said well hold on a second if it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter then why does it matter if Roman Reigns is the champion or not Why couldn't Drew McIntyre have won the title? And then Roman Reigns faces Logan Paul. You just went on a big, long thing about how it doesn't matter. Now you're saying it does matter. It's got to be for the title. So then he says, well, you know, it doesn't matter, but it matters to the prince. Then, Hmm? then it, it suddenly occurred to me that the prince is not showing up in meetings and booking WWE. He's not, okay? He's not booking But in reality, he's kind of booking. Like, every fall, every fall, whatever WWE does, and actually this is going to be the case, you know, heading into Wrestlemania too, because they have the other uh, Saudi show in February or whatever. Every winter and every fall, essentially, they have to book for whatever the prince wants. Because he pays $50 million for the show. So, Dave is is right and right in both cases. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what WWE runs on Peacock. It doesn't matter one bit, okay? But it does matter because he's got to book something. They have got to book something that makes this man happy that's going to pay them $50 million for a night. And what the Prince wants is Roman Reigns and Logan Paul in a championship match. So therefore, they've got to make sure that Roman Reigns is the champion and that we get this match with Logan Paul. So he's not booking, but he is. We're, we're booking our company around what this bloke wants because it's worth $50 million in the fall and it's worth $50 million in the winter.
5: Can I give you a little bit of an alternate thought on that?
3: I'd love um, to hear it, but that's that's the story.
5: Well, just because, do you really think that the prince cares about Logan Paul against Roman Reigns? Or do you think he just wants to have whatever the biggest spectacle title match with the biggest star in the company main eventing the show? That's, that's well, what he wants. And because to me... Well, you asked a sure, question, guess, so can I answer go- According to Dave, I'm not Jesus. According to Dave according, to Dave, according to Dave, yes, show. no, yes. you asked a go question. Go ahead and get out everything that you wanted to get out on Dave last night. Go no, it's it not. Now. You asked a question. Is <laughs> I Lo- didn't finish, but go ahead. You asked if Logan Paul is that important. I, I know.
3: I, yes, it I, I was not finished yet. But the but answer go is ahead. yes.
5: Thank you. Yes. Go
3: ahead. Logan Paul is apparently a giant star in Saudi Arabia. Why? I don't know. But your answer is yes. So what else is the rest of your question? So,
5: okay. (laughs) Well, well, how is he a gigantic star? Tell me. Is it because of his fighting? Is it because of his... Tell me how he is a gigantic star where he demanded Logan, Logan Paul not only be on the card, which is one thing, but to be in a main event. That's where it's like the guy just wants the biggest spectacle. I mean, to me, I you know, I know there was the story of he wanted Yokozuna or whoever it was that had passed away that he wanted on the show or somebody had wanted on the show when these things started. But to me, if this is all about the entertainment commission of Saudi Arabia or wherever this money is is coming from, it's just about having the biggest spectacle with the biggest stars, not necessarily that match. Because do you think they would have turned down Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman? I would tend to doubt that.
3: Well, here's the thing, Mike. If Logan Paul is a huge star in Saudi Arabia, and Logan Paul has a huge social media following in Saudi Arabia, and his podcast is a very popular podcast in Saudi Arabia, then if Logan Paul is going to go on his podcast and his social media and everything and talk about how wonderful Saudi Arabia is, Braun Strowman is just like, whatever, I mean... You know, what's Braun Strowman going to do? Tweet about Stand how wonderful back and Saudi control Arabia narrative, is? I guess. I don't know. Yes. Uh, Logan Paul, I'm sure, is miles bigger star in Saudi
5: Arabia than Braun Strowman. And so, yeah, that's the match this bloke wants. Mm. It just doesn't really even matter to me because I've brought this up on shows in the past, you know, questioning how are we going to see a lot more of this because they've had such success with celebrities, because the way that the. Fans are trained the way they are now, and the fact that the celebrities that are coming in, again, I don't know if you could say they take it more seriously than some others in the past, but the whole business has changed where they are serious about their performance when they go out there, maybe not exactly the wrestling business per se, but they're serious about making sure that they don't show their ass and they have a great performance We're going to probably continue to see more of these, especially on Big Ten poll shows and or shows like Saudi Arabia, you know. And to me, I know people may be looking at this and going, "Eh, "A Roman Reigns title defense against Logan Paul. Yeah, sure, it's gaga and nonsense, but they're also doing this in Saudi Arabia on a show that a lot of people will make the choice to not watch. So in some ways, it really does actually check off a lot of boxes for them. I don't know how they try to get there and not have Roman Reigns in the entire bloodline be the baby face against a guy like Logan Paul, but they're going to try to, I guess, I don't know how bringing his brother in too, apparently, uh, since he has now talked about showing up at the show as well. Popular. I, they're popular names. on YouTube and yeah but they're not popular as far as the WWE crowd goes well, so we'll no, see of how not. that whole thing turns itself out by the time they
3: get there Dude this just SmackDown show this was the most excruciatingly painful segment I ever saw at the beginning of SmackDown when Logan Paul comes out and you know god bless the fella but what an idiot he doesn't want to be a heel he's clearly hated He's trying to be a babyface. He's pandering to the people. Yet at the same time, he's got a toothpick in his mouth. You may as well be chomping gum while you're at it. He's got this toothpick. I'm like, bro, take the toothpick out of your mouth, dude. Like, don't you get it? You're being so irritating right now, but you're pandering to the people, and they're booing you out of the building. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know what's funny? What's that? Well, I thought I explained this clearly, but apparently I did not. I watched SmackDown on delay. Actually, I actually didn't watch SmackDown until Sunday night this week, but. All weekend, I started getting emails from people. Oh man, Brian, you're gonna be so mad. You're gonna go nuts on the show, the black and white. Oh man, God. so I watched the show and uh, and there's a there's a uh, an interview, a pre-tape segment with uh, Karyn and Scarlet, and uh, and it's in black and white. And so I'm I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Like, the rest of the show goes, and that, that was it. That was it. And I thought I made it clear. I don't care if the video packages are in black and white. I don't care at all. If if that's their gimmick, that every time they do a pre-tape and they do some spooky segment, it's in black and white. I don't care. I don't care if they come to the ring and there's there's some filter, black and white, monochrome. I, I, I don't care. I didn't care when the VOD villains did it. I, I didn't care when Johnny, whatever his name was, on any given week came out and he goes like this, and it's. Ins- I don't care about any of that. That's fine. What I didn't like was the guy doing a run-in, and in the middle of a live run-in, the camera's black and white whenever he's on the screen, but it's in color whenever else. No, that's stupid. So no, I don't care. They can do all of the film noir that they want. When the guy does his his pre-tapes, I don't care. You can turn the camera upside down. Inside out. You could have his skeleton on the outside for all I care. I I don't care. But when he's
5: doing a run-in, I don't want it to be black and white, because that's dumb. Just so it's official and on the record, how do you feel about Miro's light on him during his interviews? His light? Who cares? It's a pre-tape. I don't care.
3: Just wanted to make sure. I do not care what you do on a pre-tape to get somebody's gimmick over. I don't care what you do on someone's entrance to get their gimmick over. But in the middle of a live-action alleged sporting event, oh, man, you know, Conor McGregor won. He's going to get challenged by, you know, the retired Jose Aldo. But when Aldo appears, all of a sudden, it's,
5: you know, the colors of the Brazilian flag. (laughs) Something. That'd be ridiculous. Hey, we, we don't really need to talk about Connor, but tell me you saw the uh, tweet or the Instagram of him uh, post-workout looking, let's say, well. Very, very well. I didn't see it. Very swole. Well, I'm
3: glad he's well. Mm. I, I don't know. see him being well.
5: Very well. I don't know if it's the type of well that you would like him to be well in. It may be another type of well that I like that everybody be well to be in. well. Maybe not
3: too well as noted, but I don't mind well. <laughs> we've got other news to get into here today go to the well and i don't really uh i don't really care okay i don't really care about the news no there's what i'm about to mention here today oh. i don't really care but it is funny that like this just never ends so they've already announced they've already announced that on november 26th in survivor series we're having two war games matches Again, I don't care, but it is funny. It's like, you know in the old days, there would be a reason for war games. You'd have factions that they just absolutely... There was no way to settle this issue except to put them in war games. And WWE's been doing this for years, you know. Oh, it's Hell in a Cell month. What random feud can we put in the cell for fun? It doesn't matter, but yes, they're doing war games. And at this point, the idea is it'll be uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for the men... Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for the women, and... Uh,
5: Wait, no, it's not. It's actually going to be anti-that. I thought Triple H did an interview saying that it was going to be more storyline-driven and actually not that way. People are going to be involved, but not necessarily a team-versus-team thing.
3: Well, I guess we'll see now, won't we? Well,
5: I... then if that's the... Well, I mean, I guess we will see now, won't we? But if they're bringing it back... Look, last year It sucked. The Survivor Series doesn't mean what it used to mean. And for one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons why is because of the reason that you mentioned. Things are not building towards that. You know, just doing Raw versus SmackDown or just doing a bunch of stuff doesn't mean anything. And I know, look, I know by putting it on Survivor Series that you make it now a gimmick thing. But, you know, those matches being five on five, I like that. I like having storylines built into that cage match. So... I'm for this, and I I obviously now it doesn't mean anything. Next year it may mean a little bit more if they continue on the path and they interweave stories between, you know, whenever and and Survivor Series. I mean, to, to me, the bloodline all in a row with Sami Zayn there, with Roman Reigns against a group that features whoever it's going to be, along with maybe that's the time you call up Carmelo because he's had this thing going on, you can actually interweave brands into that and actually have stories that make sense. Same thing with the women. And yes, you do artificially do that, but we do that all the time anyway with... You know, the latter matches, Money in the Bank as a pay-per-view. I mean, you book yourself. That's what they do to market these things. So if you're going to book yourself into a corner that way, if they are going back to the five-on-five method for at least most of these matches and actually making it somewhat storyline-related, I'm all for it. Listen, everyone, I don't don't care what Hunter said, okay?
3: Listen, when the day comes, we'll find out what the match is. But you know what else he said besides it wasn't going to be Raw versus SmackDown? He also said it was going to be storyline-driven, which it's not because we already know there's going to be a war games, and now they're creating stuff to lead to war games. So storyline-driven means you do the storylines, and then you announce the match because it plays into the storylines. Not you announce the match, and then you make up storylines for it. That's every match. There's no match that's not like that in WWE.
5: You're right, but, I mean, this is like having Slammiversary with the all-cage matches. Unfortunately, this is the era that we're in where... This is going to be January. This will be March. This will be whatever it is. And again, this is, look, that was the whole problem with CM Punk. It always goes back to that CM Punk Ryback situation that they got themselves in trouble with, with Hell in a Cell. To me, I would want to give myself more dexterity than to do that sort of thing. But because of marketing and things that have nothing to do with pro wrestling, sales, marketing, merchandise, all that sort of stuff, that's why they do it. So the only thing that I can ask for in that case is, at least make it a storyline worth leading into that. And if that's McIntyre and a bunch of people, wh- however this is going to work, because uh, I would assume it's the bull line, because otherwise, why would you be doing this? I mean, honestly, what else do you have that's going to fit inside of war games right now that doesn't have Roman Reigns's name on it? By the way, I had an idea today. You know how they have this, uh,
3: this brand extension, but they don't? It's like, ah, these people are on SmackDown and these people are on Raw. But every week, someone from one side goes to the other side. And then, you know, they used to say it's the one time a year, but then it wasn't. And uh, and I don't know why we even need a brand extension, but they just keep doing it forever. And then after a while, it was like, well, we have a brand extension, but since we keep moving people back and forth whenever we feel like it, we'll come up with like, each brand can do it five times a year Remember, they had all those? There's a brand to brand invitational, and there's. And they had all these dumb excuses they made up out of thinner. You know, they should have just done, and they could do this now if they wanted to, but they won't because it's my idea. What you do is you draft everybody so that you can get your draft rating, and then you list the people that are drafted to Raw SmackDown or whatever. But it's not like a draft where you can only be on that show. What the rules would be were. You can only, if you're drafted to SmackDown, you are only eligible for SmackDown titles. If you want to go to Raw because you're mad at Kevin Owens and you want to fight him, knock yourselves out. But you are not eligible to fight for any titles on Raw. If you're on Raw and you want to fight for whatever belt is on SmackDown, the U.S. title or whatever, go for it. You can go there or, or you can't fight for that title, but you can go and do anything else. If you're mad at somebody, whatever. That way... People generally stay on their brand because they want to be in contention for the titles on that brand. But, bro, if you want to feud with somebody on Raw and they don't have a belt, go for it. And then you can bring people over whenever you want. Nobody questions it. You don't have to come up with stupid rules. You can still have your draft. You can still have a roster list. But you can do whatever you want. You don't have to explain it. I know what you're all saying. They don't have to explain it. Well, you're right. They don't. But why not?
5: I just wish they would figure out something else to give Fox and to give USA Network that would make any executives or any people that go, well, OK, how is our show different? What makes us unique with that other show that's giving you money, you know, with that other network that's giving you money? They've got to figure out something else other than splitting the talent at this point. They just don't have enough big stars. I mean, even though things are feeling good, even though we can look at a lot of names and go, okay, under Triple H and under this regime, I can see them doing something, but it's still going to take a lot of time to do that. And they still have to establish themselves and you know, make us, look, everything's happy right now. If things are the exact same in in a year from now... Obviously people's feelings are going to be different. They may be different 3 months from now. So you got to make sure you continue to build stars, but there's something else that they can give the networks that they're going to have to if they are wanting something that makes, you know, their show proprietary, it cannot be breaking up talent. It we that's been proven to not work. It's been proven to be a failure in every way. With ratings, with, you know, how people, again, their own writing team, bouncing people back and forth and having ideas in thin air and, and all that sort of stuff. And then Vince being done with them after a while and the person just goes back to the roster. There's got to be a way to do things a lot differently than they've been doing them. If Fox and USA, if there's any truth to the matter at all, that they want to have something different about their shows that sets them apart from the other one.
3: I get a moment with more Observer Live.
5: Nothing on that beat nope.
1: That's 800-760-1845. This view was worth a
0: hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
1: Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer?
2: Not yet.
1: Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Colaguard is right for you. Or visit KolaGuard.com.
0: I'm in. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simpervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Omega was going to headline Triple Mania, said Conan, this being Kenny Omega. And AAA won't let him go, he said. So essentially, October 15th is Triple Mania. And Kenny Omega was not officially advertised for the show. But AAA wanted him on the show. And when they contacted AEW, they were told he can't do the show because he is suspended. And, you know, I I should say that, like, a lot of people heard this, they went, oh, my God. They're going to be suspended? Well, actually, we don't know if they're going to be suspended forever. I mean, there were rumors Friday that there could be a resolution on Friday. Guess what? There wasn't. And it could happen today. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen next week. It could happen October 15th. It could happen in January nobody has any idea and i think i mentioned this friday but they had uh there was an internal investigation i think it was a year or two ago in in aew and that thing lasted like a year okay so that's the reason that the titles were stripped from everybody obviously they were stripped from cm punk because he was injured as well but kenny omega and the bucks they were stripped because there's no, no one knows anything, and nobody is talking. You know, all of the folks that are still suspended, nobody knows anything. They haven't heard anything. Nobody's told them anything. They are suspended, and they're just doing whatever they're doing. Going to garage sales. I don't know. And, you know, no one from the AW side is talking. These Whoever's doing the investigation is doing it. When it's done, they will determine what they're going to do. And then it will be done. But, you know, it's silence. Everybody involved, silence. And it's, I'm sure,
5: very frustrating to people. Well, didn't Dave say on the show with you that flat out Kenny Omega was not booked yet for this thing? And we are less than a month away, right, from TripleMania? It's, it's coming up relatively soon. We just had CMML's anniversary show, so... You know, Kenny Omega being involved, and again, I don't know how they book on the regular down there. I get most of my Lucha info through Cubs fan and, and Lucha blog, so I, you know, I'm not sure exactly how things go there, but, like, Vikingo, if you were going to do Vikingo and Omega, some tells me you would have wanted to have that thing secured a lot longer than, you know, a couple weeks ago when all this stuff went down at all out, but I could be wrong about that, but it seems... I don't want to say it seems disingenuous from Conan's point of view, because I have not heard the podcast yet, so I shouldn't say. But Dave seemed to, as soon as you said it this morning, say, okay, that's not really true. And to say, well, after the fact, we couldn't get him, you know, it's almost like trying to, it seems like saving a little bit of face for him. Well, I mean, the show is October 15th,
3: and the suspension began September 4th. So you know, Conan, Triple uh, A may have asked on September fifth. That's still six weeks before Triple A. That's plenty of time. That's true. to true. That's true. Set up a match.
5: This podcast came out when it came but, out. I mean, it come on! Mean I mean, they but, asked yesterday. But 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 it would be like honestly though, after that story comes out, I guess it wouldn't be disingenuous. But it, the timing would be somewhat suspect. And then go, oh hey, can we use this guy? <laughs> we had this whole thing planned, and we forgot to tell you. And uh, well, let's see how this goes. I, I don't know, but. Good luck. Well, one thing is for sure,
3: he can't do the is show. great,
5: that's for sure. And that they, is for sure. Vikingo is great.
3: Perhaps they had another match for Kenny. I don't know. The other thing is, it may have been, uh, listen, I don't know how this works between all sides, but if, if AAA is going to use Kenny Omega, it obviously has to be cleared through AEW. Now, prior to September 4th, Kenny Omega was back, and he was doing matches, and he was in a tournament, but he wasn't champion. So it may have been a situation where, you know, we're not going to give you the AOK now, but uh, after he becomes champion and we find out what we're going to do, we'll let you know if he's available or not. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how they do their, their negotiations and whatever. And uh, I think even Conan would tell you, uh, let's not presume that AAA is always on top of things. I
5: think we all know I the AAA is not always not on top point. of things. No. Yes. But they get to compete with CMLL, who also, they may be more on top of things, but what they give you is not exactly, uh... it's, a, it's such an interesting, CMLL, the oldest company in the world, and one of the things of like looking at Cubs fan. And the blog and his tweets and, you know, a lot of other people, Alfredo Esparza and and Rob Viper, the people that tweet about, you know, Lucha Libre. It's amazing that CMLL refuses to get out of its own way in any way, yet when you own the arena... And you own it all. I mean, much like WWE. I mean, we're looking at WWE actually showing some growth and showing, at least, giving the feeling that they're showing some progression and where they're going post Vince McMahon. You know, the the death of was Morales, not Morales, but uh, the the death. Of, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I just it's amazing that they continue to stand really where they are and not go anywhere with all of the talent that they have. When you see them in new Japan, when you see guys come up to in, in work in the States here and it's just, it's too bad. WWE continues to talk about their next big rights deal for Ron Smackdown.
3: Another deal is more imminent. All WWE content on Hulu will be pulled on Saturday, September 25th as their deal for next day rights for Raw and Smackdown is set to expire. Content includes episodes of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main event Total Divas, Total Bellas, and more. Nearly all WWE content on Hulu has an expiring Saturday flag. Mike Johnson said talks are still ongoing as they attempt to negotiate a new deal. Hulu, which has approximately 46 million subscribers, primarily owned by Disney with NBC Universal owning the remaining stake. Both Disney and NBC Universal are partners with the WWE to varying degrees while Hulu and WWE have been partners for 10 years. Nick Khan has spoken about several intriguing aspects of the company's rights, one of which is the second-day rights for Raw and SmackDown. Based on industry trends, he expects multiple bidders for WWE content in the years ahead as streaming services get more involved in the mix. Not only are there more streaming services, but some of them are just bleeding cash. And one of them is Peacock. And Peacock is not bleeding cash because of the WWE Network deal they made. But uh, for those of you, when that deal was first made, who did the math, holy smokes, what a deal they made. And it was great for WWE, and it was horrible for Peacock. But uh, they're going to make some big money for these next-day rights. Big money. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to do it, but... uh, They're going to be making that
5: cheddar. Everybody was talking about how bad the streaming services were doing. Number one, most of them are garbage to actually try to navigate. And two, they were just throwing money at everything, whether it be Peacock or Netflix or what was that little boutique one that started up and, and died very quickly. There's been so crackle or something. I don't know. There's been so many that I've lost count. But the one that was still throwing money at least, most recently apparently Tubi, which is if i'm not mistaken 100 quibi 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 you want to know why that that? thing went out of business because no
3: one knows how to pronounce
5: it (laughs) that's hey that's it was apparently trash i guess but they threw a bunch of money at it and it died and peacock's hemorrhaging money and its layout sucks but actually people at warner brothers discovery would kind of like to have that because there's things that they can look at and they they would like to do. It's just, it's all weird and incestuous and ridiculous. And Tubi, which is 100% owned by Fox, was one of the groups that was still throwing money out there. And they have no signature. I don't believe they don't have a signature show. At least like Amazon has Thursday Night Football and Judge Judy and a couple other things in their movies and things like that. Netflix has got a lot all these things seem to have a signature, except for Tubi. So, if you wanted to have one, that might be the way to go. I have no idea, but we'll see. Look, this thing could very easily also stay in the house at Disney because of the fact that NBC owns a little chunk of it, and they haven't. And that was interesting too. They never bailed on Hulu, even though it looked like they were going to after you know they started up Peacock. So maybe that gives you an idea on how much confidence they have there. And then we got this for the second night in a row. The song White Rabbit ominously
3: played to a live WWE crowd during a commercial break on Friday's edition of SmackDown. The Jefferson Airplane song played to the fans in the arena, but it was not shown on television. The house lights were shut off. Red lighting lit up the stage as the song came to an end. On Saturday, it was played again to those in attendance at a house show in Bakersfield, California. I definitely want to thank our front page in their story on this for also including the lyrics to White Rabbit, a very important part of this story. Who is it for? I don't know. It very well could be Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's the kind of thing he'd come up with. But, you know, it does beg the question. If Bray Wyatt comes out bathed in red light, but then there is a run in by Carrion Cross, what happens? Is it black and white and
5: red? Is it just black and white? I, 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 you silly goose. I, I, they, they do what they did before. They strobe it for you. You Have know, fun. oh man, you know what I would love is if we
3: had 55 camera cuts while we had a black and white slash red strobe effect, that would be a solution to this problem. <laughs> be That'd be a solution s- to
5: the problem of consciousness for a lot of yeah. people as well. Season out and all over the place. My God.
3: God. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to put somebody over that you're not expecting. I've got to put over a couple people. First off, I do want to put over uh, Josh Woods. Bro, this dude was so awesome in that match with Samoa Joe. His best showing ever. I was actually waiting for the uh, joke, but he he did look good. In AEW. Damn, this guy was good. That match was a good main event on Rampage. I loved that match. And then, you want to know who else I want to put over? Who? Top Dollar. He's strong. And listen, you could say a lot of things about old Top Dollar. Don't get me wrong, okay? But quiet is not one of them. There was a match on uh, New Japan Strong, actually, uh, featuring Filthy Tom and JR Kratos. And JR Kratos is very strong. And they did a spot where JR Kratos grabbed one dude for a powerbomb and another dude, which was uh, uh, Buddy Wayne trainee Cody Chun. And so he's holding two men, one in powerbomb position and one in like world's strongest slam position. And, uh, Kablammy, he, he, uh, walked around the ring and slammed them both. Brother, this was nothing compared to what this top dollar did. This top dollar caught three men. He had Woods, he had Kofi, and I forget who the third guy was. Um, might have been, uh, I'm not sure who it was. Oh, it's I Butch. I think he just no. It was just Butch, blended shows. In, Butch. No, it was Butch Kingston and Woods. He had all three of them at the same time. He's holding all of them, and he doesn't just hold them and like shake a little, and then you know he grabs these blokes and he just starts sauntering around the ring. He does the big Ryback circle, and then he slammed all of them at the same time. I was blown, oh, and the place went crazy. And, like, this was a good main event, but uh, not to be that old guy again, but it's true. You need one spot, and that was a spot, and it made the whole match. So, uh, kudos to old Topdala. Back in a moment of Live.
1: Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
0: No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose 3 to 5 pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, Call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt.
1: Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332.
4: Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also wrestling. Did you see Top Dollar? I did. Was well, that not impressive? It was very impressive, yes. Got people of mad course. at me that I dared put it over. But dude, it was awesome. Right? Yes. I didn't put over that Logan Paul thing at the beginning. <laughs> Bro, you got you guys gotta watch it though. You gotta watch Logan Paul and Paul Heyman. Because Paul Heyman is like impossibly good at his job. And bro, he couldn't save this segment. Ugh. Logan Paul was just like bleh, bleh. he had nothing to say. Just minutes on end it seemed of just silence. The crowd's booing him. He's trying so hard to get over his baby face. And even Paul's like, they're trying to feed each other lines, but like it's just dead
5: air. That segment went on for years. It just dragged on forever. Well, a short one that was bad in its own way was Ronda Rousey in Liv Morgan. That I was Liv Morgan all right with does that. not sound with what they give her to say. She just does not pull it off well. I mean, Cora Jade pulls it off better than Liv Morgan does sometimes. So that wasn't very good either, frankly. But we should also send out a happy birthday. To Brian Rose, it is his birthday today. What? Uh, yes. Brian's birthday is the same day as Hanales. 57 years
3: old, yes. Oh, that's horrible.
5: It's <laughs>
3: horrible. Hanalei turned three yesterday. She's so cute. I mean, so is Brian Rose, but...
5: Well, and her birthday was yesterday, then it's no, not No, her birthday is today. today. Oh, okay. We had the
3: party yesterday. Uh, her actual birthday is the... Uh, whatever today is. September 19th. Something like that. When
5: you have kids, it doesn't really matter.
3: Of course it matters. But does not matter when she's three? They all run together. She doesn't know anything about anything except eating. Speaking of, I gotta go feed her. So get out of here, everybody! WrestlingObserver.com, video.f4wonline.com, slash F4W video, F4W online on Cameo, super follow me on Twitter. I got mouths to feed! Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.